0: Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too. You idiots. Hello. My name is Kyle. And my name is Ryan.
1: And when our powers combine, we form Experience,
0: Experience Grind, Grind Podcast. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We'll I was trying up to follow. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to do something musical in the oh, Experience Grind. Could, we could part, have. Maybe, maybe next episode. I liked I it. I Thank like you. the enthusiasm. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm trying to get a little hypey here because I don't know how today's episode is going to go.
0: <laughs> what, what you, alert. What do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> oh, I think we both know what I mean by that, Ryan. Uh, now, nah, I how really you doing, don't. Buddy? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, it's been like, what, four days since I saw you? Uh,
0: Yeah, because I saw you Thursday. That right. Okay, sure. Sure. Did we record Thursday? No, but we saw Ant-Man. Oh, we did. That's right. Okay. And the
1: lady brought her fucking dog. That's right. <laughs> Props to you, by the way. You, you actually had to tell me to chill out a little bit. You were was, going,
0: you were going hard while they were still there. I was yeah. like, just, just wait, wait, wait one minute. I wait could, one I'm full minute.
1: Fucking blown away, man.
0: You were right to be upset and I incensed because <laughs> what the fuck world do we live in now where it's cool to sneak in a fucking dog? Yeah, people, to the are, movies, the, people are the worst. Which. You pointed out, which I incorrectly assumed, it's probably, like, one of those stress or therapy dogs. And, like, I don't want to be the dick that complains. But you're like, no, nah, man, look at that blanket. They smuggled that bitch she in. She also
1: had a fucking, like, over-the-shoulder tote bag
0: that she, like, stuffed yeah. in I synced it. Yeah, you did synced it. I saunt it. I son-tent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. That's just the further adventures of the AMC show place. What the f- what will man. we encounter next?
1: I don't know. I'm gonna encounter a lot. I I went today. It's a very nice experience.
0: It's you gotta go when nobody's there. Yeah, That's the thing. There are very little people there. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you see today, Kyle? Oh man. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to briefly talk about that?
1: Well, I mean, I saw Jurassic World: The Fallen Kingdom, and it fucking sucked, man. And I'm pissed because I like Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, you do more than
0: most people.
1: Yeah, I don't like. May, I, uh, so it does follow the pattern. I hate Lost World. Okay. I also hate Fallen Kingdom. Now I hate the second ones.
0: Okay, but you were, you liked uh, Jurassic Park three with Haley Leone and William H Macy.
1: It's an okay movie.
0: It's got okay. some fun stuff. It does, and the dinosaur is interesting and scary. That's how I felt. Um, Except that I would say the Last World is also like fun or fine. It's not good. The last World, I don't know. It really grated on me. I think Did I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. It was not it, my thing. It's one where there are good things, but like all I can remember are the bad things. Yeah, I think it's a little too. Big but for like its when own I bridges. watch it, it's it's fine. Like I don't hate it, but like all I can think about is just like oh, girl doing gymnastics and kicking velociraptors and like the dumb shit that keeps popping up. Also, yeah. Vince Vaughn's in that movie. Like low key, not funny. Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, that's Vince Vaughn trying to do. The, the real thing, Dude, nah. It's Vince Vaughn wanting that Spielberg money. Yeah, I mean, that's what who, he wanted. Who the fuck doesn't? <laughs>
1: and kudos to you, Vince Vaughn, for getting in there. I mean, look at Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt True. did it. Turned it around.
0: Chris Pratt, be pushing it, man. There's gonna get to a point where, where he's there's in two, one an, shitty movie too many, an and people are gonna turn. You think? Because I'm not seeing the Magnificent Seven, but like, let's just say the Jurassic World movies have been a very mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, The Magnificent Seven, when it came out, was a mixed bag. It's what was that, that? What was that date rapey one with, uh, the Jennifer Lawrence? Yep. Passengers. Yeah, passengers. That's a god awful movie. Did yeah. you, did you end up seeing it? No. It's didn't want to. Shockingly bad. That's like, it I looked heard. fine from the trailers. Really, really baffling 70s mindset on men and women dynamics. Yeah. Crazy out of time.
1: Well, then maybe I'll like it. Maybe, man. <laughs> I don't rough.
0: know. I don't know, but I think Pratt, like he got lucky he got on the Marvel train, because that's keeping him afloat. If he didn't have Star-Lord to tie him down, I think people would be tired of him. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Maybe. He and liked- it sucks, because he was so good in Parks and Rec. So good. He's good in still almost everything he does. I like him in the Jurassic World yeah.
0: movies. He's just... Uh, I, I've not seen Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. it's But he was definitely a sexist know nothing personality from the first one. Like, I don't know if they could more clearly say, "Hey, this is not a character. This is just an audition for maybe an Indiana Jones somewhere down the line." I would watch. Like, that. they didn't <sighs> see. I would, I would, up until a point, and then I Who saw the <laughs> passengers. Chris Pratt or Shia LaBluff? Oh, as like the next Indiana Jones? Yeah, and I said LaBluff. I did. I heard that, yeah, and that's that was, cool. I'm that was, I'm okay with it. That was perfect. I think Chris Pratt is the safe and obvious choice. Yeah, I want to see what Shia LaBeouf would do because he's been fucking. All right, remember, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull indie was back when Shia LaBeouf was not crazy yet. This was before he went crazy. I want to see a post crazy breakdown Shia LaBeouf. I've always in liked, a Shia LaBeouf. Oh, really liked Shia LaBeouf. I really like Shia LaBeouf. Uh, I just yeah, I I, I think Chris he Pratt is the better choice. Poorly. Yeah. I think he picked real poorly in some of his And that's the same path I see Pratt going down. Again, he won that Spielberg money, baby. Yeah. Don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. What the
1: fuck else was I gonna bring up?
0: You're talking about Fallen
1: Kingdom and yeah. how bad it is. Yeah, but I had other things to discuss with you today. Oh yeah, like an oh, yeah, intro we're, topic? We're recording early, because you gotta get home. Where, where's your wife today? Is she writing uh, another fucking article for some snobby
0: newspaper? Uh, you mean uh, pretentiously writing an article? Yeah, uh, you fucking think you're
1: better than us, <laughs> Laura? Uh,
0: well, I can answer that quickly. Yes, she does. Oh, um, she does think so. She she does think that. yes. I mean, I don't. Um, blame her. I don't know if she is. I cannot be the. Judge I've only of been that. married to her for a while, but I, I still don't, don't know. know exactly what I'm dealing with there. It's a new <laughs> layer every day. Um. No, she's just off doing a bunch of chores and errands to get ready for our trip uh, down south.
1: No, for real. like We're not making a joke. That was really cool. Laura wrote
0: an article mm-hmm. for the Washington Times. Wapo. The Washington Post. Washington Post. I'm I'm not sure what the difference is. I thought it was the Huffington Post. But there might be a difference. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah, either way. Well, Short the Washington Post is what the Post was based off of last year, that movie with Tom Hanks. Oh. And Meryl so, Streep. So she wrote that movie? She did. God damn. And Lord. it was surprisingly all about caving. And they only it gave was her weird. 250
1: bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess. That's why they, they. So the movie wasn't about caving.
0: So they, they took her original draft. Yeah. And added Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Oh, okay. That's what it was. And then they decided Fucking to get Hollywood, more political. Man. They did rewrites. And I think the 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 next screenwriters in, they capitalized on it. They got the money. Ugh. She was just the idea basis. Fucking
1: sexist yeah. Hollywood.
0: And then it turns into, I don't know, the post. I don't even think it's about caving anymore, that movie. I don't know. Sad world we live in. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Alright, that's is that enough flippant banter? No. Yeah, she wrote for the Washington Post. I and mean, that about was that. I neat. had
1: other things, too. I can't remember them at all now. This is terrible. I need to write down ideas, buddy.
0: Yeah, you said you... Uh, I don't know if it was for this one or the next movie, but you had oh, a I did, bad no. trailer. Right? I did.
1: So we saw that fucking trailer for Ant-Man, and I gotta tell you, maybe this is my Black Panther privilege showing up, but I found it very distasteful that they're <laughs> capitalizing on this fucking... Uh, this movie about like the black kid that gets shot by the cops. Did you you remember this trailer? It was during Ant Man. He it's like oh yeah, and then she like starts the. I was like man, this they are just fucking making money off of national tragedies now. Like that's, and I've always felt that's that way. Like when they did not
0: anything new because Fruitvale Station. Well, that i like I
1: felt that way when they made that fucking nine eleven movie with Nick Cage.
0: Or United 93 All that those. came off like immediately after Fucking, that. The uh, World Trade Center was Nick Cade's World yeah. Trade Center. <laughs> and I think Michael Pena. Yeah. I think back when he was trying not to be a comic but a serious actor, riding that crash, crash good wave. Way to, way to give that up, buddy, and come yeah. back to us. Yeah. He, but no. Yeah. I
1: mean, I it's, found that. I was like, what the fuck is
0: this movie? This is incredibly distasteful. And again, maybe it's interesting. R- my fucking privilege. distasteful. Yeah. But like of all the trailers we saw, I was like, that's like the only one like looks mildly interesting to me. And at least because like I can see it has a point as opposed to like, and you and I talked about this briefly before we started the first purge. Yeah. And that kind of also in has your a face political bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it's a horror movie. It's a fucking almost like a grindhouse movie at this point. I, I, like, I, I think they don't have been preach for a while. at me, bro. Yeah. Don't preach at me. But, like, this movie, I, I don't know. I was okay with it. Definitely, like, they are going to exploit this tragedy. That's and what I'm saying, like. It's where, well, I mean, we're riding another wave. It's the the cyclical nature of everything. Like, back in the 90s with OJ, like, it became very racially charged. Like, a bunch of movies, a bunch of pop culture entertainment. And it kind of simmered down. And now we're rising back up thanks to Trump and some of his things. And everybody is just, like, at ten on both sides. and. Get, and get ready media. for four or five more years of this shit. We're going to be inundated. Especially. Mark my words, with a ton of this stuff. Especially when Trump wins again. I didn't say if. When? I'm not, I'm not oh, even. You, you say
1: when. Huh? That guy's absolutely going to win again because everybody's going fucking crazy about it, and that just feeds that base. True. And I haven't seen anybody on the fucking other side that could even bolster a challenge to the dude. Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom Hanks would win if he ran, but Tom, Tom Hanks is gonna run. He's not gonna run.
0: What? It's twenty twenty. We're waiting for. Yeah, Tom Hanks, Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson as VP. It's gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> fucking Dway-
1: skyscraper was the other movie. <laughs> so another another spoiler thing here, not spoiler, but so I joined this fucking AMC club thing they have called the A List. Okay.
0: Good. I didn't remember
1: the name of it. It's twenty bucks a month, and I can see three movies a week. Okay. For 20 bucks a month. So if I only go twice a month, you and I did the math, that pretty much already covers the cost of it. I mm-hmm. don't have to pay anything extra. Yep. This applies to 3D movies. It applies to IMAX movies. Yeah. So I can just go three times a week for 20 bucks, which is fucking crazy. So now, we're going to the movies all the time now. That's why I saw Jurassic World today. You... Would you have seen it if you didn't have that? No, I wasn't planning to see oh, it. Really? I would have watched it when it came out okay. on like HBO or I something. Because I remember
0: you being excited for it. Or maybe not. Maybe excited is a little strong, yeah. but you were wanting I to see really it I was really pumped for yeah. the
1: first one, Jurassic World, because I hadn't had a Jurassic Park in a long time. Okay. And this one, the trailers weren't really getting me. I'd kind of figured out oh. story beats anyways, and then it wasn't. Yeah, I, man, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> But, like I was saying, I'm going to be seeing a whole fuckload of movies, and I was like, I kept making some jokes doing trailers to the people I was with. I was like, one was during the Meg, this Megalodon movie. I had no fucking interest in ever seeing this movie. I don't care. But I was like, well, shit, man. Now that I can see all these movies, might as well go. And then the Dwayne Johnson <laughs> Skyscraper trailer played, and I was like, you know.
0: I think it, it comes cap- out this week, too. <laughs>
1: uh, so, yeah, I think it is. Or maybe next week, I think, actually. It's soon, Yeah. But- I was like, fuck it, man. I'm seeing all these <laughs> movies. And here's the thing I didn't know until this trailer. It's got Neve Campbell in it.
0: It does. Is and that
1: a is that a selling point for you? Uh, Neve Campbell was my crush when I was a kid.
0: Because of uh, I mean, Party S- of Five. Scream the crap, was where I first
1: got into crap. her. Scream. Yeah. But then I Think saw so. all of her stuff. And then Wild Things came out when I was like 15. And
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, cool they'll do it. Everybody's all about,
1: oh, Denise Richards. Now, nah, man. Take your loose whore. Give me that Neve Campbell. I know. Everybody. I was into Denise Richards Everybody's so into. Hard. And she
0: was like uh, Christmas Jones in that in a Bond movie at I the believe, time.
1: I believe her name is pronounced Denise. Denise. Rit- Retard. Ricard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Denise Retard.
1: <laughs> <So> Denise Retard.
0: Get <laughs> everybody because hey she's retarded. Did you know Denise Richards was in a Medea movie? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, she is. It's, uh, she's also an undercover brother. Her only good role. If you ask me, I, I the would agree only one she pulled off, White sheet devil yeah. that's the one thing she was able to do successfully. She's pretty fucking good in that, too. Was she not in... She was in Starship Troopers, too, but yeah, I didn't buy her as a genius pilot. No. <laughs> or a genius <laughs> Sorry. nuclear physicist. Sorry, Denis retards. <laughs> Denis retards. Man, I love this. This is good.
1: <laughs> that's good stuff. All right, buddy. What the fuck are we talking about today? I think uh, this is going to be a shorty.
0: So we are talking about Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Yes. Which is a game. It is. That came out. And <laughs> I do have a...
1: Se- I'm bringing back one thing for this episode. Oh. Only because I want to. No, that's fine. And then we're going to get into the discussion. But I'm going to have a bumper.
0: Oh, okay. Of course you are. Of course. This music fucking spoke to you. Yeah. God damn it.
1: So I've got one track. Uh, this is... Like, one of the main battle themes. It's super fucking cheesy and generic, and I goddamn love it! And we're gonna play it as a bumper right now. So here is this track that I can't remember the title for. Nice. Right here. All right, so that was "Rules of Nature" from the Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance soundtrack. Incredibly cheesy song. What
0: a good recall, though, that you were able to remember that over oh, no, the break. Man. Crazy.
1: Can you believe that?
0: Can't. I, can I not. cannot.
1: Cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I know you, Kyle. You're not that smart. <laughs> You're not that quick. Yes, that, that is something I would say.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All of my, I'm not quick. All of my great improvs are be.
0: It's due to great editing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is this true? No. You've been here. Oh, I don't know. I. I what do you to... count as improv? You count this as improv?
1: No. I'm... <laughs> this is a terrible callback to things that have not happened for a
0: while. Anyway. Oh, is it Stallone? No, man. St- oh, that's the only time I've been impressed with your improv. <laughs> this is the one time you killed me.
1: <laughs> man. I hope when we do that Oscar episode, we can have Stallone on again. He was such <laughs> a too. fucking great guest. <laughs> I bet I bet I can get him to stop by. <laughs> I'll write him. All right. That, that'd be good. I'll be like, Mr. Stallone, <laughs> you got to you got to come hang out. Uh, hopefully, I can talk to him this time. Cause
0: oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. But we'll see. That'd we'll be see. fun.
1: But anyways, man. Metal Gear
0: Rising Revengeance. Yes. Tell <laughs> me about this game, Ryan. Alright, so, uh, this is of the Metal Gear Solid series, but it, it is a spinoff. Mm-hmm. And from what I can tell, and you can be the arbiter in this, because I've never played five, but I don't think any of the characters here make appearances again back in the main series. It is pretty much, you, you get Jack or Raiden. Raiden. Right. And then, is it Sunny? Who's the girl of Ocelot and mm-hmm. Olga? Uh, it's not Ocelot no, but it's o- Olga. Olgas, But yeah. Ocelot raises her as, like, the the father quotations.
1: So, no, it was Colonel Galukovich.
0: Oh, really? Well, he raises Olga. I thought Olga. Ocelot had, like, a big...
1: No, Sonny's raised by Snake and uh, Otacon.
0: Otacon. Who's Ocelot? I hate Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it's Which Revolver one's... Ocelot, who's the old Russian... I meant I was okay, thinking of that what I dumb thought. anime dweeb when I was, yeah. like, in my head. at I my, see. Ocelot. I gotcha. Fuck, Okay. Otacon, yes. my B. Otacon. Correct. Otacon's the surrogate father. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but that's it. It's just Raiden and Sunny, and then there's not really is Sunny in this game. She doesn't she pop up at the end? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Like she she like right before the final mission, you get a little cutscene with her, and then yeah. Okay, okay. I think it's Sunny, but it's like a little gray hair haired yeah, girl, so I Sunny. think it is. I forgot. And then she has a yeah, and then else- dumb. Coda <laughs> at the end.
1: yeah. Nobody else shows up. Uh, from this game again, this game, I think it's one big bonus feature besides being set in the Metal Gear universe is that it was created and produced by Platinum. Yes. Um. It does not play like a traditional Metal Gear game. It does not. Uh, it does play like a traditional Platinum games. Yeah. Game. The, it was something that like, it really kind of hit me on this recent playthrough. N- looking back now and knowing everything that we know that happened with Kojima and Konami, I think this was Konami's like real first attempt to maybe wrestle control away from Kojima and hmm. try to turn the Metal Gear franchise into a money printing machine like what they have obviously now wanted to do for a long time.
0: And, co- and that they are doing with Metal Gear Survive. Are they not raking to. in tons of money? No, Metal Gear Survive was a huge flop. Yeah, Nobody I cares. I know, okay. I, I get it now.
1: <laughs> but so I, I, I wonder, like, I have to imagine now that, like, Kojima
0: probably had little to no say in this game. That's what I was going to ask. I don't remember any story credit by Kojima, but it seems dumber. <laughs> it's incredibly dumb. <laughs> it seems much dumber. Yes,
1: it's not it's not smart like a like Metal down, Gear.
0: specifically. Not like not, not like dumb, sure. but okay. it's dumbed like, down. there's a, there's some very... dumb
1: fucking things in Metal Gear games.
0: Yeah, and there there's yeah. But it's it is true.
1: it's always like got that Kojima flair which this game doesn't have but they mm-hmm. want to have. So like they still have the exclamation points on the enemies. Mm-hmm. And and it's just it's weird to play it through now knowing all of this stuff cuz it, it's it's Seems so like for sure that Konami was like, well, hey, we want Platinum to make this. Let's do it with this. And Kojima was like, well, here, take Raiden and make Mm -hmm. a thing. And I think that's, I think that's exactly
0: why this game exists. Yeah. Yeah. It seems right. It seems right. Uh, because it seems like if we are judging the game based off that model, which I, I do think is probably pretty close to the truth. Kojima's presence is sorely missed on yes. my part. Uh yeah. the story is just a fucking mess. It's just a mess. Um The
1: story wants to be serious with the light undertones that Kojima has, but nobody has the fucking understanding to make it have that. Yeah. So then it feels really dumb and yeah. also like not serious.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird with what they want to do because I think there is a through line in this game and it is about Ah, the corruption of America is about war. I think this game kind of came out very close to nine eleven. Jack, but it is—it's about like the the terrorism threat at that time and like how consumed we were in that and and America's rotted and there's this this and that. There are themes here that work, and I see why they did it. But this is not Kojima, and I feel like it is not tied together coherently. So instead, what you get is a lot of. Action tropes from video games, um, a lot of tough guy, badass bullshit, like the the bravura bravada you would typically hear from like a marine or something. Uh, just everybody kind of speaks to everybody in that kind of tone, and then <laughs> and then in between you'll get like one little dollop of here's the message we're going for, and then it's back to like tropes and. Typical, like I'm bad. Look at this, bad. Jack the Ripper's back. I'm gonna kill you. You don't know what you're talking about, son. The patriarchy, and it's just like I patriarchy? feel like patriarchy is at the patriarchy. I feel like whatever, man. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> they any any political symbolism or any kind of metaphor that they were dealing with, they just they took a shotgun and just pumped it and and spread it into the script. Yeah, like it's not coherent. It is not. It's not anything, but then you'll have. It's real weird because you. Spoilers, we're just gonna fucking get into this because I'm gonna jump all over the place and I'm sorry. That's the way this game is. Yeah. The ending. You and I agree. Uh, it is the best part of this game. Absolutely. And I think it's the part where they actually like stick through with the political side and they actually come up with like a good theme. And like it is you literally fighting a senator on nanotechnology like he's buffed up and he's an American senator, American senator who's talking about like how America's rotten and he wants to get rid of wars for profit and just have wars for fun. Anybody can create a war or revolution because that's the American ideal. And I think there is something really interesting in that thought. Why the fuck did they manage to hold this until like the last 20 minutes of the fucking game? beyond me but like and that doesn't tie in with like the the six or five five or six mercenaries you fight throughout the game like it doesn't tie in nicely like kojima like will take the villains and have them all kind of subtly tie into one overarching theme and like that's kind of what it is like you look back to metal gear solid and like each villain is clearly representative of something snake is trying to deal with and his history in war and all this and and liquid is like the ultimate kind of summation of all of those sub bosses it is all of those themes wrapped in, into one it's it's carefully thought of and connected and laid out and this game is just like that is the last priority it's also it just is not a priority for this game
1: this game like it jumps around a lot like as we're doing discussing mm-hmm. it so like You're in Africa, and then you're in fucking Denver, Colorado, and then you're, like, underground, and then I forget where the fucking... It's, like, Nevada, I think, is the final showdown. Aren't Um, you,
0: at some point, in, like, a Japanese aesthetic place? Like, there's, like, dojos. I know. That's in Denver? It's very weird. Okay. I... I know. I know. Question if there's a little little Japan in Denver, but okay. (laughs) It's very weird. Um...
1: But yeah, so the, ma- the main villain is Senator Armstrong, and this mm-hmm. game is also very different in that, like, in every other Metal Gear, you know who your boss is going to be. Like, that's very yeah foreshadowed early on, broadcast to you, like, Liquid shows up in the
0: first ten minutes. Uh, he is, spoiler, David Hayter or whatever. Or, is that right? Is uh, that his name? He's the guy in Cognito. Oh, that's uh, Master Miller. Master Miller. Thank yeah. you. But he's with you. Well, I mean you also see him game. on
1: getting on the helicopter, the hind D at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh Metal
0: Gear Solid 2 plays with it a little bit
1: in the fact that it's actually the president, but you're you hear about the president the whole time mm-hmm. and and rising you only hear Senator Armstrong on like the phone and like nobody ever says his name or anything until like Act Three and then he suddenly like shows up out of nowhere like, oh yeah. it was me. Yeah. I'm Senator Armstrong and ha, ha ha. And like it's all this also crazy elaborate plot to like assassinate world leaders for some reason and also like do terrorism
0: to I Well kid- he wants to get rid of the world leaders and he's fighting under the name of terrorism, but it's not. Like it's like that's his his faux plan is yeah. to make it seem like it's this and it's not and then he was going to kill off the world leaders and then do his own thing. Yeah. Right. And
1: give people the abilities to yeah. do what they so want. So
0: I, 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 I get it. And again, the kernel's there, but it's delivered in a very convoluted, split up way, I think, in order to give variety in the level design. Because none of the, I don't. There's nothing here that really needed to world travel or go to different places yeah. like this could have been accomplished much in the vein of like Metal Gear Solid one or two where you are in a place and you are uncovering thing as you work like it, it very well could have. Like, and not only mm-hmm. that, like Metal Gear, it, it always has a weight because of the
1: fact that it generally takes place in one situation for mm-hmm. a good chunk of it. Because you're exploring, you're taking yeah. your time, you're working. This is an action game. True. So all of these locales, like they're very bland. Like nothing. I don't care about any of it. It's just yeah. It's all this like, if I was shooting a movie, like I'm focused in on the characters in the foreground and the back. It's all a blur. Like I don't sure. care about it.
0: But you could do that. Like, exactly. Near Automata did it. Near Automata puts you in. A location essentially, yes. And you, then you have to explore, but it is an action game. The but it same breaks way. them up,
1: and those though But it it gives relevance to those new areas, whereas True. this one this doesn't. No, it really doesn't. It's like oh, here's mm-hmm. here's giant African uh, s- cityscape. Yeah. Oh, now here's giant Denver cityscape. It's mm-hmm. like, uh so the skybox changed color. That's really the only difference. Yeah. Because Africa was more brown, and this one's uh, more blue. Mm-hmm. Okay? I get that. that That's really all that changes.
0: It's just set decoration.
1: Yes, there's exactly. no There's no relevance or importance to it. So the way that you described Metal Gear Rising is a little bit different than the way that I would describe Ooh, it. I would okay. call this anime the video game.
0: Yes, and this is maybe why I am frustrated and have difficulties with it. I get it. it. I it's It's full of so that.
1: many anime tropes. Fuck yes, it that is. I I think that a lot of times they're trying to pay homage or yeah. homage. Yeah, if I was to get Denis
0: yeah. Villeneuve about it, <laughs> I think like that. That's just your word for pretentious. Sure. <laughs> no. yeah. It's Denis Villeneuve, but I
1: love Denis Villeneuve. I know you um, do. <laughs> but yeah, like it is anime, the video game. It is, yeah. and that part about it is fucking cool. Like when you are playing it. You feel like you're playing some fucking crazy flashy anime. You don't. I, I disagree do. disagree
0: with that. Um, I th- think you get that in the cutscenes more so than anything. Then it becomes an anime, this, this, but I don't think the game is that. This game certainly like
1: suffers a lot from, like, oh, you can do really cool things in the cutscenes
0: that uh, you're not doing in the game. Yeah, the or, game- or I guess a tapped button command prompt thing. It's also like if you really yeah. like
1: the movie Advent Children, you can play that. As Metal Gear Rising, because especially that last
0: fight scene between Cloud and Sephiroth when he's that like jumping around the buildings. is actually the perfect comparison. Yeah. I think this game I'll is put to some Metal Gear this. as Final Fantasy Advent Children is to Final Fantasy 7. Yeah. Which it's a, is it's like...
1: a crazy different departure from it. Yeah. And it, it almost makes no more, sense in the world.
0: It's weird. I want to say it's more childish and dumb. But then, like, Kojima puts in, like, that pooping guy and like, yeah, Metal Gear saying. Solid like, 4. So there's dumb shit Johnny Sasaki is in every Metal Gear. I fucking hate that character, record. and I hate that payoff, and I... Spoilers for Metal Gear Solid 4 whenever we talk about that episode. I fucking hate that he ends up with Meryl. Yeah. Like, I think that's the dumbest fucking shit. No pun intended, because that character only is shitting. Well, I also... For most like, of that. I like Johnny game.
1: Sasaki when he's a dumb fucking throwaway. When he has a majority of the end part of Metal Gear Solid 4, I agree. Like, what the fuck are we doing here?
0: Why are we paying up this character and that why do nobody I, cares about? I don't care
1: about Johnny Sasaki. I care about Meryl. Uh, why the fuck do I care that they're getting married? I don't fucking yeah. care.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like when you um, get a wedding invite from like a friend from high school and then it's like somebody they're marrying somebody or, you never fucking know or it was like the kid who ate like little rat turds yeah. in school and you're like why the fuck did you end up with them or like a and friend like I don't celebrate this union a friend fuck from the, the internet us. that
1: like likes your podcast and then like you have to go to his wedding and you're like
0: Ugh. Uh. <laughs> like that right So are you saying Micah is Johnny Suzuki <laughs> John, or yeah. who Micah is marrying is Johnny Suzuki <laughs> Micah is the Johnny Sasaki to his oh, wife. Oh, it's Sasaki. I'm sorry. I Meryl. said Suzuki. He did. Yeah, I got to fucking correct you. I don't give a shit about any of this lore. I know you don't. And it, <laughs> it does hurt me a bit. I'm so sorry. I do. I love Metal Gear.
1: It's weird that like... Rising... I like
0: one and two. And then I like, I like four gameplay wise. But I think the story is just stupid. It is so dumb.
1: <laughs> four becomes the movie. Here, walk this way and start the movie again.
0: Yeah. God, it's, God damn it, man. Yeah.
1: The last fucking cutscene in
0: Middle Gear Solid Four is an hour and forty five minutes. I was so pissed. I, I think I've told this before, but I was late to work because of that yeah, shit. Yeah. Like I had thirty minutes before I needed to leave the house and get ready. And I was like in the final boss so I was like I got this. And then it kept going. I'm like, Motherfuck, I guess I'm calling in. The nice thing, Thanks, I'm like Kojima.
1: I get where you're at.
0: I hope in five years Konami kicks you out out of nowhere after you announce a Silent Hill game. I hope this comes to be. That's what I said when I. Was That's playing. what you said back then when you played Metal Gear uh-huh. Four.
1: Yeah, I hope you lose your job, Kojima.
0: I'm glad I hope did. Gu- Guillermo del Toro gets involved, and everybody's super excited, and then they pull the rug out.
1: The worst thing about Silent Hills was the fucking art director that they had. Also didn't get to work on it. Uh, and uh, he's fucking great. I can't think of his name.
0: I am not sure of this one.
1: He's a manga artist. He was doing all the fucking character design. I've got to look him up because he's fucking amazing. Do you
0: know what mangas he, he, he worked on I've, in the past?
1: I've read a lot of them. You read manga, huh? Yeah, I actually do. Especially this guy's work because he, he oh. specializes in horror. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. I know his fucking name, and it's just because I've had beers.
0: Oh sure. So while he's looking at that up, uh you know, I think I Junji could... Ito. I, okay, good pull, Junji Ito. Yeah. Uh he's
1: done, man. And I'm. I want people to read this. He's done this fucking crazy, and I will actually link these in the Facebook. There's okay. This, all right. So let me say this. There's this fucking awesome YouTuber I love called Ragnaroks. Who does a lot of crazy breakdowns of a lot of horror games and horror elements? Okay, and he's fucking awesome, and he has this whole episode on Junji Ito, and then he has a whole other one on Silent Hills, and I'm gonna I will, I will link both those because okay. everybody should watch these. These are but fucking it's, awesome. It's
0: just it's horror throughout all kinds of pop culture, like movies, games, everything. No, he's he primarily it's he only does manga, but oh, manga, yes, uh, but
1: he's also one of those guys that has like. Influenced, like, a lot of stuff. Like okay. how, if you ever play Dark Souls and Bloodborne, those are basically Berserk. If you've ever read or seen okay. the Berserk anime or the manga. I've not. Uh, but there's a game the on Miya it, Kame, right? He fucking loves the Berserk series. And if you, there's, uh, I'll, fuck it, I'll link these too, Because there's so many, like, things that he takes and puts them in Dark Souls and Bloodborne. And okay. They're just straight pulls from Berserk. Okay. Like. Okay. But he Junji Ito did this crazy fucking He has this one crazy story that I read years ago through something awful before I ever knew who he was. And like it's a manga that there's this earthquake in Japan okay. that like takes this side of a mountain and like it crumbles off and when it does there's all these crazy holes on the side of the mountain that are in the shapes of human bodies. And like everybody's flipping out and they're all weird. And it creates like this weird religious pilgrimage and all these people kind of migrate to it. And then once all these people are there, they start to realize that like each hole in this mountainside, like has a specific person that is supposed to go through it. Like they're, they're custom made to like everybody's physical proportions. Like, so each hole belongs to one person
0: there's a logic loophole in that already. What? So if that appears and it takes you like a few days to get up there, what if you put on some weight real quick? Yeah. Then you don't fit in that hole anymore.
1: Exactly. But, uh, but
0: anyway, continue. This so is a it, weird concept. I'm dude, digging it. It's so it. weird.
1: And so like, <laughs> and then so like, the, it's, it's all focused on this one dude who goes there and he meets this girl. And so he starts having these dream, like, so it starts flashing like, it's like this weird pull that like, oh, he needs to enter his hole. He has to do it. And so he eventually does it, and then it, like, cuts to the other side of the mountain where there's nothing. And there's these uh, there's these other dudes that are, like, doing a newscast, and they start to hear these weird noises. And so, like, there's these crazy fissures and cracks, and this weird fucking thing comes out the other one. And so, like, the people that walk through on this side as they go through, the mountain distorts them, and they come out these fucking weird things at the end. Dude, it's so creepy. It's so fucking good. And that's all Junji Ito stuff. And he was doing the fucking monster design
0: for Silent uh, Hills, and he's not involved in Death that Stranding. Sounds like sucks. a David Cronenberg movie that I would love to watch. It's
1: very Cronenberg.
0: He's like, very into very like body, body horror. horror. Yeah, very body mm-hmm. horror. He's also super into like the spirals and like man. I'm body gonna get you into Junji Ito. Body horror is like I think for me. The most effective horror. So th- that's it's funny. It's why it wigs me out the most. Because I'm gonna play this back. Because Metal Gear Rising has body horror
1: in it a lot. It it does. So Raiden is like. It does he's very
0: body horror esque because Raiden is not a human anymore. This is where I get less horror because uh, when you go to like the uh, the scientific like nanotechnology or like robotics placing body parts or whatever, that's that's not horrific to me that does not scare or worry yeah, me but I, that, that's that's just something it it ties in but like i just don't i don't find that like disturbing or like thought provoking i'm like yeah that Do you probably think makes it's sense
1: it's not disturbing because generally in this instance it's a benefit whereas in something like David Cronenberg, yeah, like the fly, it's always well, detrimental.
0: Yes and no, yeah, because it is a benefit. But like robotics can only or typically are portrayed as like what what like uh prosthetics or something, but like yeah. roboticized and made better. It is to improve how you are because you do not have this or you do not have this, or in Raiden's case that you are I don't know, essentially just a head at this point, right? I don't think he's even the head like
1: It's his face, but, like, he has the fucking barcode on his forehead because he's just... Oh,
0: that's true. It's
1: all, like, replaceable parts. That's kind of, like, one of the things that's got me sort of excited about Cyberpunk 2077.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's based in, like, a board game universe where in that board game, Mm -hmm. uh, the more parts that you replace with a robot, the less humanity you have. And humanity is, like, it's a thing that you... It's a Mm -hmm. controlling characteristic, like charisma... And uh, what I want, initiative? Is that a thing? And like D Yeah. It, it's That's like it's a stat like first. that. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, I, I mean, the Metal Gear Rising universe kind of takes place in this too. like It does. And it, it sort of definitely takes place because at a certain point, Raiden does lose all of his humanity and he becomes this Jack the Ripper character, which. Makes you cringe, and also coincidentally, I, it made Nathan cringe very hard. I hate it. I think I it's thought it was so fun.
0: fucking stupid. It's and very then, stupid. And then whatever his voice choice, like this- let her rip, let her rip. I yeah. like he turns into like Jack Nicholson almost. It's like, very yeah. He really ramps it up. I am uncaged now. It's, Jack the Ripper's
1: out. That's a like really that's good version of how he yeah. talks. That's actually pretty fucking spot on, and I'm not
0: making fun. That's yeah. I I hate it. I, I, like, hate it. It. I, I hate like it. I like it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that his name is Jack the Ripper. That it's so fucking on the nose. And like,
1: well, it's not. So his name it, in it real life is, is Jack, though. His name in real life is Jack, and yeah. he is a child soldier. And I guess he was incredibly violent. As that, it's stupid, dumb, but it has that basis in like something. And I. I get it's why it shouldn't be dumb. stupid dumb. If I make a video like game yeah.
0: of a character whose name is like Marianne and then she loses her humanity and reverts to her killing ways and she becomes a robot, it's like, oh, I'm bloody Mary. I'm back. It's fucking stupid. It's, just, it, yeah. I, it, it's easy. It is very easy. It's so fucking easy. Yes. And I hate the artistic choice they do with his voice. And I'm already like. This is gonna be like a, a shit fest until it isn't because like I swear I don't just have negative thoughts on this game. There's, but like the negative I is easy I've here. always hated the design of uh, Raiden, and That's I think so it's so weird. I think it's slightly changed up in here, and it's like even more just like fucking bullshit noise with Raiden's face on it. Yeah, like I it is it is that Transformers Michael Bay level of design where it's just like I look at his body. And it's just a bunch of fucking parts, and it's not designed in any particular way. It is just like parts. It's like it's like how Rob Leefield like as in just like unnecessary pockets. I feel like whoever designed Raiden yeah. just added in unnecessary like contours. Like we need every part to be like. Bifurcate, like just like separated, like everything needs to be clearly like this is the kneecap, and then this is like the lower kneecap. And like, why is there f- 20 fucking lines on the kneecap? Like, why does it need to be so? It just becomes noise at a point, yeah. And I don't like it. Like, you may as well just make the character, it's, it's like the character from Knack, it's just a bunch of fucking geometric shapes, and then there's a head on top. I really and I don't like, like your... it. <laughs>
1: Comparison. Fuck! I could not get that word out of my head.
0: That's a that's a challenging
1: one. I really liked your comparison to the Transformer series.
0: Yeah, because that's very fucking accurate. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's disappointing. It's not. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm maybe being too hard on it. I wouldn't say it's horrible design, but it's not good. <laughs> it's okay. not good. And when you compare it to like. The sleekness of like Snake and like his uniform and everything. I do not like what they did with Raiden here. It is, it's just overly complicated and convoluted. That's also one of those things that like
1: Raiden has this really sleek mask which will come down. Yeah.
0: And yet chooses to not wear it for. It's like
1: you have this thing. Really, the
0: only time he uses it is then when he gets into a fight and then somebody breaks it. I'm like, Oh, that's when you pulled out to use it. Okay. Um,
1: I'm maybe not as negative on this because in both times that I've played through this game, I have had the additions where I could have access to the ninja uh... suit, the gray fox suit from Metal Gear Solid.
0: Okay. And of fucking course, I play so with you, those. you did that the first time, too? Was that like a... That uh, was a pre-order I'd, bonus.
1: Ah, uh, okay. And then I also have it on Steam, and it came with the Steam
0: version. See, I just had to wait until I got the sombrero, and then I'm like, finally, this is at least like tolerable. <laughs> Because at least I know what you were going you for. You also wear like the, the serape. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It, it's like, really that's, cool. That's when I was like, "All right, I'm cool with this again." Yeah, because it gets so
1: dumb. I wore a full on ninja costume, and you also get access to ninja's sword ah, instead of. Okay. I really like the fucking sword in this game. Um, both his and Jetstream Sam's. Yeah, let's talk about Jetstream Sam for a bit.
0: Okay, if we must. If we <laughs> must, you don't like Jetstream Sam? Um, who? He's. Again, He's okay. He's not my favorite villain. Is it the big guy? It's uh, Is it Sundowner or it's something yeah, Sundowner. Downer? Yeah, Sundowner. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I like Sundowner a lot. Yeah, he's cool. And I think it's because like I think they hit... He got the cheesy <sighs> factor. He knew he what he was did. going into. Yes. It was like... This is totally like <laughs> I'll take you. This out, is a Riden. B movie. Yes. Why is nobody like realizing they're in a B movie? And then Sundowner shows up. And I'm like, oh, that guy knows what game he's in. Yes. Like I like that guy. Like that Jetstream Sam and
1: Raiden are trying to play this with a very serious tone yes. like a yeah. Mario Van Peebles.
0: Mm-hmm. Or Highlander. Or yes. something of import. Like you're supposed to believe that Jetstream Sam and Raiden, like this is the Joker to the Batman of Raiden. Sure. Right? Like he is like the be all and in all. I'm like He's okay. He's fine. Give me, give me Sundowner. Like, he's got charisma. Like, yeah. that guy's dope. He's I like... having fun with it. I totally agree. <laughs> I like Sundowner. I also like, uh. Whoever the chick was at the very, yes. the first boss with all the little drones. That yes. Build I can't the... think of her name either, but she's fun. Yeah. Um, but I want to, I want you to talk about Jetstream Sam because I think. You appreciate him more than I do, but tell me why why you appreciate Again
1: him. because Jetstream Sam so again, like this game is anime the video game. Like Jetstream Sam is another robot cyborg ninja samurai mm-hmm. who has a fucking crazy electronic sharp sword. But the difference is that fucking Jetstream Sam sword sheath is a goddamn gun with a trigger and so he gets emphasis on it like he pulls the trigger to pull the sword out and it gets like this crazy. It's so dumb, dude. I fully admit it's dumb, but it's
0: cool and slick as fucking hell, too. It is somehow dumber than the gun blade. Yes. Final Fantasy VIII. But yet it, it also <laughs> really fucking works
1: in these instances. I don't know. I love it. It's, it's so over the top like he fucking fires his sword out of his sheath with a trigger to slice even faster. And we already know that these dudes move faster than bullets cause Raiden is fucking deflecting shit. And like, I don't know. It's just, it's
0: kind of like that Dragon Ball power level bullshit yeah. where it's like, I can't keep track of who's more powerful than who because yeah. it's, it's all absurd. I, I'm with you. And this is, all right. So I've been mostly negative so far. Yeah. This is going to be the turn. Okay. Because I do think this is a fun, an enjoyable game, and I do think it should be played. I have grievances. <laughs> oh, I have grievances. But it, it's mostly in the fact that I don't think this game knows what it's doing. Yeah. Because, like, it could be, like, that dumb, fun B-movie. But then why are we subjected to, like, the Kojima 20-minute cutscenes at times? And- where we're talking about, like, even lesser, bullshitty politics stuff. Like, whatever, like, I don't, I don't even think Kojima's the most eloquent when it comes to Absolutely themes. Absolutely not. He's not. No. But like, revengeance is a step even further below. And I think mean, he's I wish, like four or five below. Because I wish they would just get rid of that and and have fun. Embrace that stupid yeah. shit. Embrace like. Yeah.
1: They should have gone full B movie. Like, they should have.
0: The thing that you and
1: I argue a lot, not not even argue against each other, yeah. but argue in favor for, like, shitty movie or not. If somebody has a vision. They push that vision. Yes. And that's what I think yeah. I definitely love about Kojima. And I think that mm-hmm. you at least respect about yes. Kojima. Yes. Like, yes. so it doesn't always work. And so it's so fucking far up its own ass. This is a fucking vision from one dude that knows what he wants to do mm-hmm. and tries to give it to you. Yeah. Goddamn. I respect that. And this game lacks that. Agreed. This is a game that's like designed by people in a fucking boardroom meeting. Like, yeah. what would this? what can we do in this universe to make it Kojima-esque? And nobody ever gets there. No. And they should have gone the other way that's like, let's make this weird thing in a Kojima universe with these rules. Because, again, it also it has rules that it doesn't follow either. Like,
0: Oh, yeah? Cause, I what's mean, your, what's, what example do you have? You
1: fight, like, 15 Metal Gear Rays in the first fucking mission. True. And then you get your ass kicked by the fucking Gecko robots throughout the rest of the game. And a fucking helicopter can fucking take you out. And like it's, true. it's this weird dichotomy. Like, you just fought fifteen fucking rays, man, in the first uh-huh. thing.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely one of those where like, um it's it's almost like non diegetic. Just like the the cinemas and the cutscenes and then the gameplays are so at odds with each other because it is a the best and worst thing about this game, and I think you'll be on more of the pro side for this, is the sword mechanic. Which you, I, I, wanna give credit for, for being very different, very unique. It tried to do something different. But, at the same time, it also, I feel, makes you feel very impotent as Raiden. Because if I have this sword that's cutting through everything, like going through in cinemas and like cutting these big motherfucking mechs, like in half with one sw- why do I have to have, like, a boss fight with somebody, for instance, and I go into that bullet time sword mode where I'm just slicing and dicing a hundred times, and I've got to do that, like, ten times yeah. in a fucking boss fight? Like, it, it is it is a super cool concept, and I think it works as, like, the finishing move when you have to, like, directly find, like, the heart or whatever to cut out and then take his right in so you get spines. your back. Yeah. And that stuff. That's brilliant. I love that. But, like, it's used in a way in the boss fights, which makes it very r- dull and repetitive. The only boss fight that it works on is in the one boss that can,
1: his entire body is segmented. And every time you try to do it, his, like, uh, I think is the first instance that Jack the Ripper shows up. Yeah. And, like, he's constantly, like, throwing his body, like, so, like, his hand is one part, and then his wrist, and then his forearm, and then his second forearm, and mm. then his elbow, and then his bicep, yeah. and his tricep. And so they're all different segments, and every time you go slow-mo, he's, like, throwing them all out around. It's like an octopus, almost. Yeah. And so you're not actually cutting him. That's the only one it works on, because, yes, in every other one, yeah, it's like this, uh, like the big shield on the guy that you like. Sundowner, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. You're no. just
0: fucking swiping out a shield. It's also
1: like... Several times. Every Star Wars game where you have a lightsaber where it's like, oh, so people yep. can take four or five lightsaber hits yeah. now. It doesn't make yeah. sense.
0: And this, this is the difference between Platinum and Nintendo. And why, like, you and I, we both have a, a fondness for Platinum. I love Platinum. You love Platinum. And I think they're an interesting voice. But I don't think they quite... They've not nailed the mechanics down. Nintendo does because Nintendo will put something stupid like you throw a hat on something and you become it in Mario. Fucking dumb idea opens up to but the way they use it is like, well, you need that on a frog for this specific boss fight or you need to throw your hat on this for this boss fight and it works into just get this one shine. Yeah. And I don't think they quite thought out the sword mechanic. I think they they had like a cool idea for a mechanic. And then did not push it. Yeah. They were like, I think the closest you're right. Like that one boss fight where you're kind of attacking as it grows, like, that makes that makes sense. Like that that is a good mechanical use for it. But I don't think they nailed that in ninety percent of this game.
1: I would agree. Uh so it, it does also kind of come into play in like the Metal Gear Ray fights where like yeah. you use it once and you cut off the outer shielding and then you've gotta fight it again to get it to that yeah. point to use it again to actually cut the leg or whatever off mm-hmm. what a, so,
0: whatever those fucking weird wobbly things uh, are you yes. have to like fight 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 then you go in slow motion to cut off an arm yes. fight 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 cut off the other arm fight 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 cut then it in you in can half. cut off the legs yeah it's yeah.
1: there's uh so my, my one complaint with the gameplay would probably be so of course it's platinum it's very action heavy And they want you, they focus on, like, the parry element. Yeah, I'm with you. I would have rather had a much more akin to a Bayonetta, just give me a button to press. But Uh, in Metal Gear Rising, you have to flick the stick and press the attack button at the same time towards whatever enemy you're fighting. And it just doesn't, I don't think it works as well. It's a lot looser or a lot more sloppy. Compared to, like, Bayonetta. Where yeah. I get what they're trying to do. Where, like, in Bayonetta, the big complaint was a lot of people just mash on the dodge button. but
0: But also, doesn't that kind of either run out or, like, there's... There's some kind of mechanic in Bayonet. I don't remember what it is, but like if you do it too many times and you don't get like as many rings or something. Yes, and you like also don't it get, doesn't reward you for smashing you don't on get
1: it. Perfect witch time, I think, which is yes, different. That's right. Which you, slows don't, down. you don't get as much. That's it. Yeah, yeah.
0: You get witch time if you do it perfectly. And you're not just spamming it, and then you can slow it down, and it affects the game for you. Yeah. There's, but you can also just press it yes, and get through yeah. the
1: game. Whereas this one you you have to do it perfectly almost every time and it's it, it really kind of detrimental to people just trying to play through it for the story. I honestly I don't know why, but
0: Yeah, you're not you're not playing this game for the story, but maybe like the cool anime cutscenes cuz I I think this game is very similar to like uh I I had when I started Metal Gear uh, which well I don't. Know, it's been like 4 months since I've started a few. It's oh, been a few sure. months since I started playing this game. It's been a long time. And then four. finished it. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. Is, has it been longer yeah, than that? I brought to you like okay. early last year. I was on the year. short side, but um, I, I think it's a detriment to the game because yeah, as I do too. I started off like, uh, you get to that first boss fight with the wolf, yeah, the, and and that's where the game takes its training wheels off. Like the game's been pretty kind of relatively straightforward and like easing you into everything, and then you get this boss fight with a wolf. Maybe it's the second chapter. It is maybe thirty minutes to an hour into the game. Yeah, and you're stopped there if you do not have their their parry system down perfect. You're gonna. Stop. You're fucking there yeah. for hours yep. learning how to parry because it is. I don't know why they decided to put the attack and the parry as the same button and just a context direction as, like, the one difference. And that's fucking dumb. And it, it's
1: not even holding. It's literally like you flick and press it. And, yeah. And that's what makes it suck so much because it, it's so overly
0: sensitive because sometimes you're running and then a dude's attacking yep. you. and it, Yeah. I it's, totally get it's, it. I think I will say as opposed to, like, uh, maybe the sword gameplay is not implemented as well as it should be. And that's like a, a little asterisk on it, you know? I do think the parry system is just bad. I think it's bad. It's something you can learn and manage with. I don't think it's done well, like in the slightest bit.
1: I I totally agree. The I do love the sword mechanic. I love that it's very... Whatever you fucking slice is going to slice. Yeah. It's... So you can slice literally dudes into, I would say, thousands of pieces if you, yeah, if you have the the slowdown time meter and the patience to fucking just uh-huh. cut it, you will you will easily cut them into hundreds of pieces.
0: It is it is definitely I think the banner part. Uh, if yeah. there's any reason to go back to Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, it is either to various like to have that curiosity to finish off the Metal Gear series or to get that sword mechanic, and I do think that sword mechanic is very fun for the first like hour or two, but I think past that they just don't implement it in, in new ways. It just kind of yeah. becomes tiring. And the fact that like
1: it, it is a central mechanic to the game yeah. that you have to do it. And the fact that like compared to like Bayonetta where it's beneficial, this one it's almost detrimental because this is such a fast flowing game. Mm-hmm. And every time you do it and do it right it slows the game down and takes control from you to show you this cutscene of Raiden crushing the, the spine, t- yeah. which does give you health, uh, yep. but that's also another thing. like You have to do it to get health back It constantly. gives you health
0: and whatever the endurance yes, meter is below it. Which you need yeah. to
1: use the sword mode. And so it for a game that's so fast-paced and action-packed, it likes to take control away from you a whole lot, which yeah. is not what a game play in that play style should do.
0: Yeah. And that's where So I, that's my biggest complaint with it. I'm, no, I'm completely with you. And I think that's why I'm at odds with this game is because it wants so hard to be a Metal Gear game, but it's like, you're fucking stupid. Like, you're a great B movie action game. Like, be, be Vanquish, be Bayonetta. Like, go fucking full stupid. Don't give me these 20, 30 minute. Don't give me kids thought and farts body on parts like, and, yeah. Right. And like, did you say kids body parts? Yeah. That's because. What-
1: that's what they're doing. There's Thank
0: you. That kid, I fucking hate that kid. Everybody hates that Whoever kid. Whoever that kid is, I fucking... That's the same Nobody. for me. Oh, it's
1: like that this super kid in there. Mr.
0: Whatever dumb language. It's like Jar the kids. That it's, is...
1: It's so bad. It is a real language, but it is awful. And, and...
0: his ending with Sonny is almost like Johnny, Sasaki, marrow bad. Where he's just like, And you know, you're pretty cute, eh? Yeah. Up. Uh, i yeah. fucking do that mm, mm, hot girl yep. Yeah, I hate him I hate that kid Uh, and that's probably about where I was like yeah maybe I don't like this game <laughs> is when that kid popped up because I remember talking with you when I started and like the first hour I was over the moon I yeah. thought this was one of the best games I played I'm like this is a fucking crime that I didn't play this game and then that wolf fight and then you beat that wolf fight and then you're introduced to that kid almost immediately I'm like yeah, I don't know if I like this game anymore. I can understand why this didn't get bigger. Yeah. Because there are issues holding it back. But I, but even still, I do think it's kind of an underrated gem. Because I think there are a that. lot of good things here. I do think Platinum does know how to do combat well. Like that sword mechanic, hit and miss. But like the regular combat's good. It's very good. And I, I love will... the boss designs. Like yes. the boss designs... Thematically and character wise, no, they are not as good as Metal Gear Solid. But like I I prefer the bosses in Revengeance. I think to any of the bosses after one. Okay. Like, I would take any of these bosses over two, three, or four. Or Snake Eater, whatever you want to call three. But yeah. I I think these are the most fun I've had with the bosses. I think they make really fun, interesting boss designs. They're like also very unique. Mechanic. They yes. are. Yeah. But not in like a stupid fat man way, yeah. you know, with like the bombs and roller skating. It's like, why is he roller skating? This is fucking stupid. This makes no sense. Yeah. Like, why is this here? They make more sense in this one. And, and and I'm down with that. Like the first boss with like the drones growing out. And she even makes like a staff with that, the drones to fight which with. Which I like that
1: That's you can get dope. that staff. Yeah. I love that I like, I that, like that you can get the enemy's weapons. It's very... Mm-hmm. Mega Man. Yeah, a little bit. A um, little bit. I don't know, man. I guess let's wrap this up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess on a scale of one to ten robotic body parts. Okay. With ten being the best. Sure. Where would you put Metal Gear Rising Revengeance?
0: I would go six and a half prosthetic penises. Okay. Um, Because that is a take it how you will. Some people might be more or less inclined to want six and a half prosthetic penises, some <laughs> might not so I think you know going into it whether you want those penises or not and if you're there, you're going to get six and a half penises you're not going to get ten penises, you're going to get six and a half penises so what it's about better you? than average but it's not <laughs> great
1: um, <Yes. laughs> if you'd asked me this question five years ago, I'd say like eight, eight okay. and a half, nine. I see that I'm almost in your camp, I'm six and a half, seven on um, right, my, my most recent playthrough like, this game's fun Mm -hmm. It also did infuriate me a lot on this playthrough, especially as it went on. It's it really starts to slag and drag on, and just it just becomes one. Get it all over with. The
0: levels they vary between missions, but once you're in the mission, they don't vary for the different segments. And maybe it's
1: it's just me, but like even worse than like Batman Arkham, where you run around in detective mode, you have this. You can put your visor down. Which shows you items yeah. to pick up in this game world. I find myself playing a majority of the game that way, but it also has this weird digital filter that it throws on the world, which makes
0: everything look the fucking same. It's almost like a like a half step towards like the Metal Gear VR mission yeah. kind of yeah. view, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: and it's just. It's not, even before that, nothing stood out visually. And even after that, everything just, it just looks becomes exactly insane, the same. So, but with
0: different polygons. I
1: still really like this game. It's better than a lot. And it's platinum, so it's smooth. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, six and a half, seven. I'll w- go seven.
0: Okay, good. I like that. More positive. I, I would say this is my least favorite platinum game I've played. And I played Anarchy Reigns, mind I would,
1: you. I it's not mine because I've played that shitty uh, Transformers game they made.
0: Oh, Devastation? Is yeah. that bad? It's I've really not bad. played it yet. I have it. It's really bad. Oh, that's a bummer. I thought it might be because they also did what, like a Legend of Korra. Yeah. game. Both those are really terrible. And that's what I've, I've heard. heard. Yeah. Uh, but I've only played the Transformers and I get Transformers.
1: They also made uh, a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game.
0: That's the one I hear is even worse yeah. than Transformers I've not played. But I,
1: I also from what I've heard, like, they kind of used the Platinum name and farmed out, which is
0: not what you want to <sighs> do. Ooh, yeah, Platinum's not known for anything but their gameplay. So yeah. if you give that to another one...
1: I, I don't think they <laughs> gave it to another one, but they they kept it in-house, but
0: they gave, gave it, it to, like, the new members. Like, the B-teams. Prove yourself, b team. No,
1: And that's why they threw them on the licensed products, because I don't think they cared as much. Sure. But it also wasn't, like, it kind of hurt them for a little bit. Yeah,
0: around that time, I mean, they probably had people working near Automata. And then the other people working on Ninja Turtles, Korra, and Transformers. that Transformers game. Yeah, yeah.
1: Did not, it, it was very bad for them. I, I, think guess, g-
0: I guess some team somewhere was working on Scalebound, which is never to be now. That's the same, too. <laughs> but at least they got that money. Yeah, it's true. But it's true. Anyways, man. It's true.
1: I, uh, I like this discussion today. I'm glad. Yeah. I thought you were going to be a lot more negative. So I'm, I'm very happy I've for that.
0: got issues, but it's because I think maybe I was secretly having issues to fight the fact that I thought you were going to be like a 9 or 10 out of 10 game. And I was like, it's not that. And nope. here are reasons. Nope. All right. So we kind of agree. It's, it's a good game. It's not great, and it's not the best Metal Gear game, but it is, I think, a fun diversion. Yeah. And I think it's definitely worth picking up for $10 if or less do, so yeah. now. I agree. Yeah.
1: But until then, I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And go stick a sword up your own fucking ass, Ooh. you robot underlords, because you'll never be above me. I'm a human being, bitch!
0: Psycho-terrorism. Jack the Ripper. I'm Jack the Ripper. Let her rip.